Gray Fox. Praise games. you waiting finally gray fox has come back to talk about video games and yes welcome back to gray fox plays games video games podcast for people that like to, you know what stare at the sun we're gonna go back for it um stare at the sun praise the sun there you go i'm a little bit out of touch anyway let's talk about my co-host more importantly the smoke set the fog is here and no it's not stars in their eyes more importantly a man comes through the mist it is our man it is our own father gascoigne himself michael carden edwards our soul man how are you doing brother yeah man i'm not too bad i'm not too bad. it's been a minute it's been a while it's been it's been a couple of couple of couple of seconds but since we've done one of these and here we are again here we are again the, the, the christmas festive spirit is upon us and yes there should be lots of delicious presents under our trees of the video game variety and i'm very intrigued as we go through this show to find out what everyone's been playing and what everyone is going to be playing this Christmas period. But yes, I'm good. I'm good. Mr. Flint, how are you? It's been too long. I thought you were going to carry on the rock theme and go, shut up, bitch, back to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm good, man. It is like I say, it has been a minute. I am looking forward to, to getting back into this because I was visited by three ghosts last night and they told me to not only play Ghosts of Christmas Past, but Present and Future as well, which leads us into our man in the chair, our mole man, our colonel, if you will, John Miles. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, thank you very much. I'm good. I'm good to be pleased to be back. Getting back in the uh, in which the ghost is moles? Is he the past, present, or future? I can't Probably the help. past. You are the yeah, yeah, I'm, you I'm are grey. The... Come on, let's face it. But but you're kind of cool whilst at the same time scaring the shit out of people. So like you have Scrooged. <laughs> the the ghost of Christmas past is Scrooge. That was a dope looking ghost, but scary as hell. I'll be ghost. I'll be any ghost. Nice, nice. I feel like Michael's the ghost of Christmas Christmas present. You know, the guy, the Muppets Christmas Carol guy topped it for Christmas present ghost, weren't he? The, the giant guy was just like, come in and know me better, man. <laughs> he was the, he was the, he was the one. Well, I, I can't be the ghost of Christmas bloody future, can I? I don't have a PlayStation 5. <laughs> He's still still looking. He's still looking. To be fair, a lot of people are still looking. I saw on eBay eight hundred pound. I don't know if that's the Christmas like, you know, oh, I'll give it in one last go sort of thing, or is that the the, the market rate right now? But yeah, like you say, it's still, 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 still. And we'll talk about kind of next year and winners and losers and all that kind of stuff. But boys, okay, let's just let's put it out. Let's put it on Front Street. It has been. About eleven weeks since our last pod, and that is entirely on yours truly. Um, we've been planning, you know, for for the outside world, we've, we were planning a stag party for one of our very close friends, Mister James Hannon, and uh, that took a lot out of me. I felt like I've been through the wars, and I had PTSD for planning all of that. And basically, since then, we've been busy of life and stuff. So it, I, it, it's taken a minute to get us back to this. I point. should stress, it's also been on me as well. There's been a bunch of times where I've just been like, "Yeah, I ain't around, boys." Sorry. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it is. You know, it's Christmas period. It's it's all a bit festive. Um, there's to do essentially and it, i think it's uh yeah it's all it's all, it's all getting a bit busy but we, we have made the time the time is here the time is now to crack on absolutely john moles kick us off my friend 
Because you know what? I'll sit in there going, okay, usually I sit here for ages, combing the internet, writing lots of things down, sending them to the guys going, hey, let's have a meeting about this. And I said, I started the old WhatsApp message up today. Go, all right, boys, you know what you talk about? Tenterhooks. I just went, video games. I just left that. John Moles, more importantly, brother, I know it's been a while, but what have you been playing recently? It's been busy, like you say, and um, get my ass into gear and doing stuff. Is It's been challenging, but I have from the last sale and since the last sale on PSN, it's been playing quite a lot of Far Cry 6. Now, right, talk to you about this. It's been out a few months now. I think it was released in October. I picked it up last month. And it's just it's just Far, it's far Cry. You know, the game's basically the same premise, but just in different locations. Okay? Play Far Cry 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Pretty much the same game, just a different setting. So... It's a Far Cry game. If you like Far Cry games, you like being doing your own thing, being the badass, being the sneaky guy, being the guy that likes to play with fire, it's yours for the making. You are that guy. Right, he does like guy. to play with fire, doesn't yeah. he? It's, it's yours for the making. So I'll probably plowed about 30 hours in thus far, and I'm about probably a quarter of the way through the actual story because I can just get sidetracked. You get sidetracked. Oh, there's a little marker over there. Let's go see what that is. And it's a big base. I'll take the base out. Oh, that took me like 20 minutes. Moving on to the next one. And you just get sucked down the rabbit hole of island hopping and vehicles and blowing shit up, basically. And it's, uh, for me, it's very, it's it's enjoyable just to mong out in, in the evenings and blow some shit. Done. That's basically all I've been playing. Nice. Just on, on that, you said it's it's kind of like if you played them before, you play, play them all. Not in a bad way, but like you, you know the formula you're getting yeah, the in port, a good the port, way, right? Yeah. I've played the first one. On the play on the Xbox, the original Xbox, back in like 2004 or whatever, and I'll be honest, like I've kind of haven't really played much of them since then. And I just remember going, right, you're a dude who gets these abilities almost like an animal, and that was it as well. Like it was great gameplay and stuff. But like that was the theme. Is that still a thing? Like, do you get all of a sudden like strength of the bird? I don't know why I went North Star, but you basically get <laughs> these these cool abilities. Is that still a thing? I think they've changed throughout the kind of the series. They've changed up what specials you get. So in, in the latest game, you get these backpacks, these big-ass backpacks, which all have special abilities. So that's like the thing now. Um, and you get like these pets that you can call upon to do stuff. So you're like a crocodile and you get a panther. You name your pet. Uh, they all have names. I just call them pet. Don't really use them that often. I'm too busy blowing stuff up to worry about. You can't. Can you name them? You can't it's name important. them. No. Oh, oh piece of shit. No, they come. <laughs> they come pre-named. Um, so that that that's a new thing that Avengers. But yeah, it's just they they mix up the format. They had to throw something new in each time. But yeah, there's this new bullet armor system. So you have to have particular sets of bullets and uh, ammo for types of enemies. They just throw these little curveballs in each game just to change it up, mix it up. But, the, you know, the premise is basically the same. It's completely open world. Go and do what you want. Be a badass. Do they still do the thing where you can, uh, if you're in a cutscene, you can just literally job yeah. off and just walk away? Skip it. Yeah. Like, as in, like, someone's talking to you, you can just Oh, you just walk away from them. They stop talking. Yeah. yeah. That, yes, that that's the dream. Every game in the world should have that. Ah, that's a nice touch. It's got um, it's got Matey from Breaking Bad, right? Uh, and also Mandalorian, we should say. Uh, spoiler alert, Mandalorian. Um, what's he liking it? Uh, thus far, like I say, I'm only about a quarter away in the game. I haven't actually seen much of him, to be honest. But this, the cutscenes that he's been in, yeah, he's pretty badass. He's, he's a typical dictator, you know. 
overruling anyone's decisions. If someone does something what they think is good is actually terrible in these eyes, he just takes care of them. It's relevant. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been enjoyable. I'll report back when I actually complete the well, story. Well, the question I have for you is obviously you're playing this on a next gen experience, or should I say current gen? Cause it's out. I don't know. Um, PS five. I've got a couple of questions. I don't have one of these yet. And you know, I know that the pair of you two do, but not mm. everyone is as privileged as you, dicks, to have oh. a PS5. So I'm ask you. <laughs> so for the people at home that do not have, you know, delicious, nutritious next gen experience, a couple of questions. A, what are the graphics like? Are they are they mind blowing? Compared to some of the other PS5 games I played, they they're good. They're great visuals. Sometimes up close, when you see like the faces and the and the muscle movements, not so good. Not as good as other kind of other engines and other games that I've played. But when you're just going around doing your own thing, jobbing about, let's say, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And um, it's just really in the cutscenes where it gets let down. Responsive? How responsive is it? Is it is it is it buttery smooth, sixty FPS, or what are we looking uh, at? I've only noticed a few jittery moments. Like I said, because it's completely open world, mm. you're constantly like it's constantly trying to load stuff in the background as you get to it. And there's been a couple of glitches here and there, kind of visuals. But I'm suppose they might iron those out in patches. Um, through my, through my, my last bit. question, you mentioned it loads shit in the background. What are the loading times like? You know, oh, like, it's brave um, new world of no no loading times for a big open world adventure like Far Cry Six. Oh, I want to meet that, yeah, man. Once the okay, so the longest time I've had to wait is for it to actually load the game initially. Okay, get through the menu system and load. You know, click continue and load the game. After that, every now and then, if you do like fast travel, it will give you like the the kind of splash screen loading. Mm. It's like ten seconds, and then like it's dropping you from an aeroplane over the jungle or something. Whatever you are, you know, you quick travel. Two. Mm. That's the only time it's actually really loading. If you just if you don't do that and you just travel everywhere by, you know, on a horse or in a car, then there, there is no loading. There is no loading. There's no waiting for stuff. Though, like mm. I said, there might be a few visual glitches, but other than that, smooth, smooth as nice plain nice. sailing. Nice. Let's let's bring Mister Carden Edwards in, son. What you what you been playing recently? Um, yeah, right. What have I been playing recently? So I, 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 I've been playing the, uh, the, the, I, I bought a game for the Nintendo switch, something I haven't done for quite some time, which was the, uh, the, the obviously, obviously the new Pokemon game. Cause I, I bloody love Pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl. I went for the brilliant diamond version. Cause I played that one as a kid. That's very enjoyable. You know, it's trip down the old memory lane, you know, always fun. Hit, hit um, the feels. Love it. Yeah, man, exactly. I've been playing. I actually started. I started a new game plus of Spider Man. Um, ah, is that because of a certain film? Maybe because but... I saw a certain film recently, and I was like, "Goodness gracious me! I want to be Spider Man, please." Um, with with that, um, I actually have a question for you, Flynn, because you've you've played obviously Spider Man. Moles, have you yep. gone through Spider Man as well? I haven't played Spider Man because oh, Woods and Arden, well, Woods an Arden listener of the show, he's played Spider Man. I know that he enjoyed it a great deal. So I've completed the game, right? I, yep. And I think I, I think my profile was something like eighty eight percent complete or something like that. Now I look, I, I booted it up and I was like, well, I have, I had to re-download it for stars because I ain't played this in in in, in bare time. And I was like, right, 
I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. So best do a new game plus. Yeah, let's crack on with one of those. But wait a second. There, there's DLC for this game. Let's have a look. Yes, and I was free. like, There's three lots of DLC, right? And you can get all three of them in something called whatever for like 15 quid. The city that doesn't sleep. I can't remember. There you go. Yeah. I I looked at them and I read reviews and I was like, this seems like the most disappointing DLC of all time. Like I I was looking at the villains in it and I was like, well, none of them are interesting. I was reading what people are saying where it's just a bunch of scenarios with some cutscenes, And I was like... This all seems a bit shit, and I'm very surprised. I, I ended up didn't I didn't go for it because I was like, no one's no one's really selling me on this DLC, and like, th- there's nothing here which is really grabbing me. There's no there's nothing re- that's really too intriguing, and I, isn't it that a bit disappointing that for a game as as hyped and as big as Spider Man that you know there is no good DLC other than if you count the actual Miles Morales game, which realistically is another game, just a short another game. Isn't that a bit disappointing? It is. And no, no, no. So I, I, I got it when it came out and they released it episodically. And at the time, I was a bit ticked off because I was just like, oh, it's just some cutscenes with a couple of scenarios. Um, so I, I waited after the first episode and waited for the third one to come out and then get them all at the same time and kind of go end to end on it. If you can get it cheap and you get them all at the same time, then it's kind of worthy of your time because chances are you would have probably just finished the main story. You've basically still got all the muscle memory of how to do all the great moves. And at the same time, you're still having a good time because it's carrying on the story, uh, not massively, but the effects of the main game have happened around the city. So you hear little Easter eggs of stuff you've just done and everything else off that. I don't want to get into spoiler um, territory of the game. This is definitely a, if you are really missing something new to play from Insomniac, that's a Spider-Man game, then get that. But if I was you, my friend, I would say stick that in your tailpipe and blow it out your ass because you probably should go and get Mars Morales because that is actually a new Spider-Man game, albeit a shorter experience, but actually, dare I say it, controversial opinion, probably better because they've added... It's better? It is be- gameplay wise. They've added in some extra elements that once you've, how can I say this? So Mars Morales, have you seen? Do you know much about Mars Morales? Like the the lore about the guy? I do. I watched into the Spider Verse. I oh, read I Mars Morales it. comics. I'm a, I'm a subscriber to Marvel Limited. I've been re- I, I read comic books basically every day. So yes, love I it. Know. So so you know about his ability. So essentially, his Venom Punch is a new feature in the Spider Man lore. And once you start playing with it. It is very hard to play a Spider-Man that doesn't have <laughs> a Venom Punch because in this Venom Punch they've got it's got a little skill tree, it's got abilities, it's got cool stuff, and there is something so badass about swinging in, doing all your cool Spider-Man moves, and then on top of that you've got this punch that can electrocute, and there's lots of cool tricks you can do off of that. So if can you I, were like, yeah, go for it, go for it. Can, can, can I can I get this for the PlayStation Four? Do I have to yes. wait? No. Is it good on the PS4? Is it is it a, is it a bag of shit? It's well, essentially the same game, just with longer with loading times. That's that's it, right? So mm. this is the thing, which is kind of like the when we get to kind of next year, this year, kind of winners losers. I think, although I love PlayStation card carry, remember PS fanboy, the kind of like next gen exclusivity stuff was non-existent because most games 
on your PS5, with the exception of Demon's Souls, the one game that Michael actually would break an arm to go play. Uh, is That's pretty much the only one I can think of that you can't... Oh, yeah, Returnal and Deathloop and those kind of guys. But, like... Don't care. Don't care. Like, the... Mars Morales they sold that as like an exclusive it's not you can get it on your PS4 like, that, that's kind of a bit annoying speaking about games that are PS4 and PS5 and everything else what I've been playing um, I've, I've been bashing through Gardens of the Galaxy and uh, mm. I don't remember remember when the trailer came out we sat down and we're like ah, no, not for me bruv and I, I succumbed I bought it it was on sale and, and I gave it a go now I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to, to set the scene my friends now Square Enix, for what, the last 10 years, have been trying to get this gameplay loop sorted, right, in terms of we can't, we don't want to do turn-based anymore with our big RPG franchises with your Final Fantasies. We're going to try and invent a, a combat engine which is going to be able for you to be able to be strategic whilst at the same time it's dynamic by having other team members. And they tried stuff with Final Fantasy XV. They tried to refine that in Kingdom Hearts. They have adjusted that in various incarnations, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake being the latest up until this point. But it turns out the final, the time they actually f***ing nail it is nothing to do with those franchises. They actually get the gameplay spot on, in my opinion, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, let me explain. Let me, let me think. You're Peter Quill. You cannot play as anyone else. However, you have shortcut keys of which you can instruct the other Guardians to do things. So Drax is your brute. Uh, Groot is your kind of brute guy as well. Gamora's your very quick attacky person. And Rocket's got lots of guns and bombs and stuff like that. And when you're constantly fighting as Star-Lord, you can then quickly go, right, Gamora, do like a... And it's got a shorthand... Uh, on your controller. So if you hit L1 and triangle, you basically command a Gilmora to go do something. But in Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, you, the kind of everything pauses just for a second. Everything's moving a little bit slowly. It takes that and applies it. And hot damn, man, it is fun as hell. Now, I know, I know you're going to say, Michael, every time we talk about a Marvel property of a beloved franchise that is not using the movie stuff, your first question usually is, or feedback is, why does it look so jank? Why do they not have the? <laughs> well, no, no, right. No, let, let me be clear, right? So, I, look, I've I, I wasn't entirely um, thrilled about what what it looked like in the trailers and stuff like that. Bear in mind, they've uh, absolutely screwed the pooch with Avengers in the same year. Yeah, this is it, right? So, um, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I love that. I love that IP. I love those characters. Um, I have heard a lot of good things about this game in terms of the. Um, the banter they all have in terms of the script, in terms of the voice performances and stuff like that. And one of the reasons I haven't got it myself is because it's one of those, I'm on a PlayStation 4 and I'm just assuming... So, so wait, assume, wait, wait till you get I, that next console, yeah, man. I assume now that anything released that's PS5 and PS4 is shit on the PS4. So I'm just not buying anything because no point. Like, I mean, I, I just, I, I literally, yeah, 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 no, that, no, they're just going to screw me over and I'm getting an inferior product and I don't, don't want to do that. Um, right. My question is this, or two questions, actually. Yep. The first one is, is, is such, is the, is the banter and the script and the, and the voice work? Cause like, again, you know, we've talked about the, um, they don't need to go, they don't necessarily need to have Robert Downey Jr. or what have you, or, you know, they don't need to have their, their likenesses. Just don't go down the uncanny valley route because that looks a bit weird. 
yeah. make it your own stylistic choice. And they have done that, to be fair. Like, they do look... They, they are not inspired by the films in that sense. They have their own kind of gimmicks. Now, yeah. in terms of that, how is it when you're when you're with them for hours at a time, how is it? It's, Dude, I love it. Now, the reason why is because you are 100% right. Don't try and follow the MCU. Now, we've all got this version of these characters from the MCU and a story from the MCU that we've all kind of seen and gone through. What they've done with this is they have gone to... There are some elements you're going to remember, and those elements aren't still of the film, but more of the style. I'd say they followed James Gunn, not followed the movie, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. they really doubled down on the music, right? So like, it's got a really dope soundtrack. Go look up the soundtrack on Spotify. It's absolutely incredible. Um, also, the actual story beats between characters, the writing's quite, quite snappy. But also, if you are a bit of a nerd or can appreciate the level of detail that's gone into this, they have really delved into the cosmic side of Marvel comics. And there are so many Easter eggs. There are so many little things going on. Now, this is a strength and a weakness for me. We've talked about how games, I like podcast games, right? I like to throw in a game, put on a podcast, basically put my TV on mute and just, just jam around, right? This game, unfortunately, for better or worse, every piece of information is in dialogue and you have to be listening to pick that. So you're, you know, like how um, Uncharted does the whole, like, it's not open world, it's not linear, it's like these little little pods. But the ledges are suspiciously yellow, the ones you need to go up, yeah? Yeah, 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 exactly, that, that, that kind of thing. It kind of does that. So have like a little open world area where you can go interact with lots of characters and every character you can go interact with, these NPCs, they will have a, a voice actor, dedicated dialogue, and their dialogue will be very much around the environment they're in. And if you happen to know the environment, if you've either read the comics or seen the films, you'll be, ah, oh, cool, I'm in nowhere. I'm going to go to the, the collector's museum, and I'm going to go look and read. Ah, oh, they've got a little thing that was the frog version of four in the corner. So you, you get sucked in, and you go, hot damn, Like this is this is heaven, I'm enjoying it. Like when, uh, like when you're playing uh, the first Batman Arkham Asylum game. Exactly. And every time you went to one of the cells, there was like the f-ing calendar because the calendar man was there yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Go, and I would yeah. spend hours just basically crawling around and going, this is this is just my fanboy dream, you know? Exactly. So they're, they're proper gone fanboy and that kind of stuff, which is cool. Um, the voice actors are very much their own take on the character. I have to say, their Peter Quill sounds exactly like Christian Slater. And now I really wish we got a Guardians of the Galaxy of Christian Slater later in the 80s now uh like drax is drax i will say the characters in terms of the essence of the characters are very similar to what you know but there are massive deviations from the story you may know from the cinematic universe for example peter quill and gilmora are not are not love interests like they just happen to be on the same team together uh peter quill has flashback and this is this is where it's kind of that i get there's a lot of feedback about this game of they've taken tons of games and smushed it together for maybe an inferior product so what i mean by that is every now and again peter will have flashbacks to when he was a child to the day he was abducted and that almost feels like in returnal when all of a sudden like a random house appears and you're in first person mode and you're looking around there and it's a bit eerie it's a bit supposed to be a bit like rule what the hell's going on things jump around the corner for a brief moment there are times when you're flying the Milano and it's actually like playing Star Fox. You're flying around shooting shit. Like it's, it's pretty fun. 
And then there'll be times where you're doing like a, a quick timer beatbox challenge because Peter Quill's in a bar and he's accidentally stumbled into someone. And because of your choice in character or dialogue, you've, you've unlocked a little mini game that you've got to do a dance off with. There's lots of cool little elements, which yes, in isolation, you might go, is that as good as the game it's ripping off? Probably not. But the sum of all the parts is a great, great experience. And absolutely. Yes. Sometimes the, the characters don't look amazing, but you can get so many skins and stuff. You can basically make the sort of guardians look how you want to. From what I've seen, the presentation and everything like that look, looks great. Um, I've heard great things about the story in terms of how it, how it just, you know, how it's presented. The issue I have, and this is the, I suppose the scary part for me is that it's a Square Enix game. And with all due respect to Square Enix, their games suck. And they're like, in terms of the actual gameplay, in terms of the feel, in terms of the moment-to-moment action, in terms of the the crunchiness of the hits, the creaminess of the movement, the 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 the, wonder, the wonderment of the traversal, it ain't never there. It's never there with Square Enix games. They just don't know how to do it. That's the bit I. It's yeah, actually fun this, to this, play. this is the game. This isn't the game that's going to change your opinion of that. Like it's probably the best versions of all those things you've described there by Square Enix. What makes this game great is the story, the dialogue between the characters, and the fact you're in this world and they've not screwed it up. <laughs> I suppose from that perspective, it's not a game of the year contender, but it's a damn good game. You'd look back and go, you know, I I enjoyed my time in this. It's definitely it's a classic sale game. If you see it on sale, get it. You are going to spend about twelve to fifteen hours on that story campaign, and you'll go. That's cool. Don't need a sequel. Don't need DLC. I've really enjoyed it. Well, well, well good, good job. <laughs> That's what you essentially say. But there's only one thing that kind of does me in a little bit is um, on the game itself. They've got this kind of element, the equivalent of a limit break, right? Which is every now and again a bar will fill up, and you can press L1 and R1 together. And what that will do is uh, Peter Quill will call a little huddle. And he'll be like, everyone huddle together. And like, you have a choice to select some dialogue. And from that dialogue, um, everyone be like jazzed up and everyone's stats are buffed. And then he plays the record player. And like, awesome. Like, you know, you get like fucking George Michael wham blazing out while you're fighting your battles and stuff like that. That is awesome. The first time you do it, a hundred times in and you go, I just want to select a dope track and start kicking ass. I don't want that everyone gather around like to skip that. That would have been like, yes, amazing. But other than that, like, it's a good game, man. Check it out. But chaps, it's been a year, a hell of a year. Also a bit of a disappointment to an extent as well. Um, I'm just going to throw it at you. What have been your gaming highs and your gaming lows? And I don't want to, I don't want to just say what's your game of the year. Cause that's for even game of the year. I thought was a bit poor actually, to be honest, other than we got some interesting trailers, but, but that was a bit of a, bit of a download for me, really. I'll kick it off just so, uh, just get the Thank you. Going. I'd say like, if I had to pick some highs, I would say Resident Evil back to form, which is always good with village. I'd say Returnal was fun and interesting. And it made us all admit that we've had enough of roguelike games and we can put that to bed for a minute. <laughs> uh, Lowe's, I've got to say that the PS5 exclusivity thing, like about 
it's basically a PS4 plus plus pro pro, whatever you want to call it at the moment. Like I don't feel that it's warranted. Like if I spent, if I bought my, my console for scalper, I would be really disappointed right now. Like at cost, it's just about worth it. But if you spent any more than that right now, and you you'd probably be quite fuming. Um, I mean, we've got to say Activision, they can go screw themselves. Um, hopefully that they'll, there'll be some massive changes across them or so I say blizzard Activision and all that. And uh, delays, just delays, delays, delays. Um, Cyberpunk, like they've released their roadmap, didn't they, since uh, we last spoke about where they're going into next year. The fact that they are still not doing their next-gen update, even though it was promised on week one, and they're still doing that in Q1 at some point next year, shows that how far behind they really were in actually getting that product to something that, uh, worth 70 bucks ahead for. That kind of sucks um so yeah that makes it sound a bit trap doesn't it i think i think cyberpunk is my is my low of the year I, I, you know was it this year it got released this year am i not not going insane uh no it got released just before christmas but like the ramifications were felt for months after <laughs> well don't tell me that don't tell me that um okay fine then yeah essentially i mean it got released for the ps5 and xbox series s this year right that's that's true in yeah. january yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm counting it. That was a disaster. That's a low. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I don't really have. Um, I don't really have a winner of the year. Um, realistically, um, I thought, like, in terms of the game, I, I probably enjoyed the most. It was probably, um, God, what was it? That's a really difficult thing to. That's a really difficult thing to answer. I like I'm trying to think what I've been playing, what I've really enjoyed. I enjoyed um the Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. I thought that was very good for um for the Switch. That was a, that was a lot of fun. Um other than that, what else did I even enjoy? Has it been a good what, year? Well, I'm trying to I I'm trying to think and I and I'm looking through kind of what what's won all of the uh one like the game awards, right? There's lots of, um, you know, Forza Horizon 5. Um, you've got, um, what else do you have around here? Psychonauts oh, 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Returnal, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, which is the game probably of the year that I, I want to play the most, which I haven't got around to buying. Um, that That's the game I was looking forward to this year, and I haven't even, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't get it. Um, Life is Strange, like, fine. Uh, like, there's not really been too much that's really excited me. That You know, there's there's obviously the, I think, a lot Should of the... Should point out, apparently Halo's absolutely smashed it. Has it? Apparently so. Apparently the, the storyline, or story mode is, is incredible. And, like, gameplay-wise, like, they've really taken the feedback on board. Like, all the reviews are, are absolutely banging for it. Um, Can you play... But- um, can you play local multiplayer yet? That's the biggest thing. That's what stopped it from getting the tens and the masterpieces from people have been. So even though they promised that at the end of the last Halo because everyone got really annoyed about the fact <laughs> you couldn't do that, they still didn't do that. They, oh, they have done it. I mean, in, t- in terms of the year, it's not been a fantastic year. Now, you know. Well, dude, we're just, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just, I'm just going to finish off what, kind of, what, I was, what I was saying there. Like, the reason I think that's the case 
is because we are in the age of ongoing service games where you do have the big games that people play are your, you have it and you've got kind of two types, right? You've got your ultimate team yearly mode. So you've got your FIFAs, your Call of Duties, your things like that. The games that get released every year, every two years or so, which people plug in and play every year. I'm, I'm in that. I play FIFA every year, right? I do. Yeah, that's my yeah. yearly grind, right? That's what I do. Um, and then you also have your, uh, your Genshin Impacts, your Fortnites, your Apex Legends, your Final Fantasy XIVs, like the biggest MMO on the planet, right? They're the games which get all the streams. They're the games which get all the money. They're the games which get all the attention because they're the games that if they suck you in, the publisher gets the most amount of money. And the, you know, they, from an artistic direction perspective, they're not going to probably win a lot of those um, you know, critically acclaimed awards but they're going to be getting the biggest audiences. And that's probably why that combined with PS5 and next gen, not really taking off yet, because let's face it, it's a new console. And these things are, it ain't like the mega drive where it's pretty simple to make a game for it. These things are pretty fucking complicated now. Right. So that, that, and if you're like, if you're a game publisher, and I think we've said this several times before, but just to reiterate, if you can go to an install base of 150 million people or 10 million people, who are you going to make the game for? And it's going to be where you get your biggest bang for your buck. It's only when the exclusives where Sony or Xbox will say to those studios, don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about the uptake. We're going to throw as much money. Like, it doesn't matter if 10 people play this or, or 10 million people play it. You're good. Um, and until we get to a place where there's more installs around the world, that you're not going to get that, that shift that we usually mm. get from consoles. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Mark. Uh, I, I, I crack, crack on, my friend. Yeah, no, I cut you off. I cut you off horribly. Yeah, it was a disgusting move. I came in <laughs> and cut your Jacobs off in the middle of a piss. <laughs> I'm sorry. He, up. <laughs> he tackled me like you would in e-football. <laughs> that's a low. Oh, that, that is a low. Oh, my God. We haven't even <laughs> talked about that, have we? Sorry, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, highs and low highs is getting a ps5 the lows is the lack of games i want to play for it and we've discussed it before previously and you know there's been a lot of delays because of covid and shutdowns and whatnot and i think it's gonna take a couple of years like you was just saying for the install base to get there and games will become you know the year in games will become glorious I don't think we're Look there yet. Next we're... year, I mean, like how how Look uh, at February. of how many games that have been delayed from this year yeah, into next it. year. It's like cinema, right? Like, like as though we sit there and go, "Oh my god!" In the same month, we get Spider Man and a Matrix movie. Like, in what world would ever of that have happened if there That's wasn't it. a backlog to get stuff out? So we're going to get like we're going to get God of War two coming out the same week as like Halo gets its bloody couch co-op that everyone's been begging for and this bloody horizon it. forbidden this west is, is going to have dropped like a week before as well i'll just quickly wing you through some highlights of the releases in february alone there's a good good month of february so i'll do it in in kind of chronological order so we've got dying light 2 ah yes we've got sifu on the 8th okay we've got horizon sorry, sorry what what, is it, what? Uh, Ah, uh, that, that's that's the uh, Japanese seafood. Shop. Yeah, seafood, seafood. S i f u. What is that? I've never heard of this, but it sounds like Moles has carried a candle for it. So I'm good for you, my friend. Well done, Moles. Okay, look it up. <laughs> Looking forward to the review. <laughs> look it up. Right, Horizon Forbidden West on the 18th. 
Okay. Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, the next big DLC expansion on They've the... They've got a lot to, win me, to want to win me back, mate. Like I'll be the honest, I'm a lapsed player again. Okay. But more importantly, we've got Elden Ring on the 25th. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Mikey for a, for a good month. No. So, and then right, two on, weeks later, on the we've Elden, got Gran Turismo. Come in, right. On the Elden Ring stuff, um, a friend of mine has a, uh, a hacked PS4, and, uh, yeah, he's been playing Elden Ring. <laughs> wow. Like, we'll talk about off like, how that person's done it and how we can enable uh, that. That's incredible. Uh, all, all he has said to me, because I was like, huh? And he just said to me, ah. yeah, he goes, we're, we're in for a treat in February. And I'm like, oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. But basically, yeah, I mean, look, I've, um, I, I've said to the, uh, to, to, to the girlfriend, look, because she's, I, I've been talking to her, oh, PS5, I like PS5, you know, it would be good to get one, do you know what I mean, bruv? And then, but then I have said to her, like, you know, at the end of the day, because we walked past a, a media market, which is uh, a Spanish electrical goods store the other day, and she was like, oh, maybe they have PS5s in there. And I was like, hey, I, I bet they bloody don't. But I was like, she sounds yeah. like such a parent to you. That's exactly what yeah, my just, wife would say. Like, oh, they got maybe they've got it in there. No, there's been a national chip shortage. If if if, if it was, I would know, and we would be in there I, now I, buying it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I said, like, look, let's be clear about it. I I, I will I, a PS5 will become top of my agenda when the double whammy of Elden motherfucking ring and Gran mother. Turismo comes out. Okay, that's what that that's what I slipped in. That's what's going to be on my shoe, and that will explain the abrasions <laughs> on my palms. Okay, so basically, basically, you're talking late, Captain Compost over here. <laughs> <laughs> I love right, it. I love the only the only problem is, mate, you need to go see the Monopoly guy. Exactly. <laughs> I am looking. Like, I'm not like we said before. I'm not a driving guy, but I can I can respect game and the game of Gran Turismo. And this feels like it could be Return of the King. You know, like this is the it pulls out its big big dick and goes. Here's what I got for you. You know, that's what I, that's what I think this is going to be. And Dude, using I the love, horsepower of a PlayStation Five. I loved Gran Turismo Sport. Okay, it didn't have the career mode, but it had the best online racing I've ever played, where you could legitimately get a lot of people racing at the same time, and they all had the same mission. The same mission of let's not be dicks, which is impossible to get on an online game. There's always going to be a dick. On this game, they wheeled out the dicks and put them in their own little dick lobby where they could be dicks <laughs> to each other, and it was perfect. So, yeah, man, I, I am, I am hopeful of Grand Lobby of if they, if they can get my non-dick online lobby filled, also with my absolute brimming with dicks career mode. Mm, I am, I am in. And we go back to Lowe's for a second. I'm going to go with Lowe's for back to Square Unix for their piss poor attempt at trying to cash in on spider-man where is spider-man it's terrible explain to me explain to me flint right explain to me where is spider-man what is it out what's happened talk me through the entire history of spider-man 
for the Avengers. All right, okay. I will I will give you the, the 101. Bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, my name's Adam Flint. I'm 36 years young, and I was an apologist for the Avengers. I, I played it. I've got a maxed out four. I've got a nearly maxed out Captain America. Trust me, I, I put my time into this game, and I've had enough. Door slammed, uninstalled, deleted when I saw what actually happened with a piss poor attempt at trying to get suckered in with the Spider-Man thing. So let cast your minds back to during the pandemic. At the height of the pandemic, we got a live stream. I got my friends who are not interested in this shit to watch the live stream with me. And we had a little WhatsApp chat going, going, oh, that looks pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then the, the, the little demo came out for us to play. And then they announced... We've got an exclusive character for the PlayStation world, folks. It's going to be Spider-Man. Gave us a little logo and everything else. But then decided they were saying, uh, <laughs> should have listened to us. <laughs> yes, I should have listened, Miles. I should have listened. I'm a day one guy. We've already established. When I'm the day one guy, chances are I backed the, the wrong horse. But anyway, they've said we've got this Spider-Man game coming, but we've got to get our roadmap straight. So they dropped DLC over the last six months or so. We had... A pretty standard DLC story with Hawkeye. It was an improvement. Hawkeye. I know. Who I know. Gives I... a flying turd about Hawkeye. If they wanted to bring me in, mate, Hawkeye ain't in the way. I will watch anything Marvel. All right. I will watch anything. I've watched the. So that the Hawkeye TV thing, show right? is actually pretty the dope. Haw- <laughs> don't care. Don't care. <laughs> you're right. Mate. You are hundred percent right. Don't. Why are you going to come out the bat with that? So they're already they're already starting off quite low, and then they're hitting us with that. But then. The War for Wakanda DLC. Again, they've they've decided to go, right, let's shoot, let's blow our load, let's do the best experience we can do with our DLC. And fair play to them, they've done a pretty damn good job. They've got the guy who does Krodos in, in um, God of War to do the voice of T'Challa. And it's a great experience, it's a great DLC. And then they go, Spider-Man's going to be a hero event. And people went, hey, wait a minute, what do you mean? When you've been doing DLCs in the past, it's been story, you know, character development. You went and got some great hires. You went and done some cool stuff. What's a hero thing? We're going to focus on gameplay. Wait a minute. That sounds like Spider-Man's just going to pop up as a character, as a players, with no real story or purpose or narrative. Oh, no, no, no. They'll be interconnecting story through through files and, and cutscenes. And we're like, this doesn't smell right. So I was like, you know what? I'll wait until I see the gameplay reveal. And IGN got an exclusive video to reveal the gameplay after the trailer. Because the trailer was like, oh, it's just Peter Parker being quippy with the Avengers. And it's like, that's not enough for me, mate. Like, I need to see the gameplay. Now, if you're going to make any form of Spider-Man media, bear in mind, Insomniac have absolutely smashed it out of the park. As Michael even mentioned, he had a head inkling. He wanted to play. He wanted to be Spider-Man. He was Spider-Man in the Insomniac PS4 game. You really have to bring your A game for this. Now, this is a game that didn't have particularly great gameplay. It had good gameplay as 4 and Captain America, because guess what? There isn't, there isn't any other games that do a decent job of those characters yet, so you're pretty much at a low bar. When you actually see the gameplay for their Spider-Man, it is piss poor. They don't even have mechanics of swinging around the buildings properly. It's just the elevator of nowhere he is swinging, like the old PS1 games back in the day. Now, Fortnite in the same week had a Spider-Man event, and guess what? Even on f***ing Fortnite for free on your mobile device, they could have a physics engine where, sp- where your Spider-Man can attach to stuff and swing around. And I just went uninstall goodbye we know you are going to kill this game now you've even said in your earnings calls the earnings have been disappointing and everything else this is just a long line 
of nails in a coffin of which I am unfortunately having to be one of the pallbearers for and put the rose down and go, I'm sorry, my love. You could have been so beautiful, but you flew too close to the sun. That is what I feel about that goddamn Spider-Man DLC. They cancelled Marvel Heroes for this. <laughs> exactly. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's as the, the low goes with that. Moles, give me a high, man. Give me a high from last year to, to bring us back. Uh, uh, high for the year for me, uh, probably Village, getting a PS5, next-gen graphics on a 4K TV. Thank you very much. Instant. Just give me more games. I didn't realise I needed instant loading till I got it. I'll say that. Yeah. And it, it's working quite well as a heater in my living room as well. <laughs> also, I will... Can I come at you with some lows? I've got a couple... Oh, go on, it brings back some lows then, Mikey. Uh, Nintendo refusing to release an upgraded Switch. Oh, look, an OLED version. Who cares? Yeah. Give me a better Switch. Oh. Right, just, just give me a better Switch is all I'm asking for now. <laughs> my one is feeling... The, 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 the time has passed. My one is aging horribly. Give me a better Switch for... Yeah. And then also the Steam Deck. Yeah, I was well looking forward to that. Very excited to to see how that performs, how that gets on. Delayed. Ah, oh, can't catch a break, brother. Can't catch a break. Uh, would you class the the um the repampering, the repackaging of classic not classic, but big selling PS4 games over the last couple of years and calling them director's cuts? So that's our higher or low. Is that giving life to to an old franchise or is that basically just a cash grab it feels like a cash grab. May, may i have examples other than death stranding uh ghost of toshiba they done that recently and and that because i didn't play I'm, I'm never going to play death stranding spoiler alert ain't never happening the initial trailer interesting all right why is there a baby in a thing this is very i know that guy that's an actor from somewhere this all seems very creepy oh wait it's made by the same guy that makes metal gear solid oh wait you're a king postman right <laughs> no no just absolutely not i have no desire to be a postman right i i i i, I stop what i'm doing right i have a very annoying job sometimes and i stop that to to escape intermediate right <laughs> to not walk. be something that's boring and being a postman traversing the land and putting up ladders and fucking girders to then deliver my packages in in a, in, a, in, a, in a timely manner sounds dull and if a director's cut of that gives me more fucking packages to deliver to more fucking ungrateful pricks i ain't interested bro <laughs> right? they should have called it they should have called it death stranding over time <laughs> I should have called it that. Um, and what's that? Ghost of Tsushima? No, I've just I've explained. I've explained this, Flynn. I've explained how we do not need any more of these fucking. Let's go and get rid of a tower, uh, a base, and then the yeah, map you have, unlocks. You have it. And yeah, there's yeah. markers yeah, on the screen. I am done. Get a new idea. <laughs> I am done, man. And if and I assume the director's cut is only going to add more markers onto my map, right? I assume I have got space in my heart. Adam Flynn, I have got space in my heart for one very cluttered map, okay? And that's the Witcher 3's cluttered map. And I, I boot up my PlayStation 4 version of that game on pretty regularly. I'm watching the TV series now, season two at the moment. And what's, your, what's, your, the- what's your thoughts on season two so far? Ah, I've only seen first episode. Shh. We can say I'll, give you, I'll right? give you my non-spoilery thoughts. Yes. I'm on episode maybe 
six or seven, I think. I'm near the end, I think. Um, it's good, obviously, because it's it's The Witcher and it's Geralt. And I love I love Geralt. I've read the books. I, I've, I've watched the show. I've played the game to death. And I can't help but feel that I would enjoy it more if it was a Monster of the Week type show yep. where every week Geralt gets given an assignment and he goes and slays a monster and we delve into that side of it more rather than all of the bloody nonsense that we're dealing with all the time elsewhere. I could not give a flying f*** about 90% of the storyline in this show. I'm here for Geralt. Give me more Geralt. That's essentially my thoughts on it. However, it is still pretty good, even if... Look, I, I already understand what's going on half the time. And bear in mind, like I said, I've read... Like the, the best parts of the show so far is when I've gone, is when I've guessed what the monster is before it comes in, where I'm like, oh, huh, that's, I bet that's going to be a Bruxer. And then it, one of them rocks up and then my girlfriend's like, how the fuck did you know that? And I'm like, huh, because of this and this and this. And, because of, <laughs> and, and, and I, I, then I feel like, I feel clever. You're Leonardo then, DiCaprio in that movie pointing to the screen. <laughs> exactly. That's it. You know, um, I, you know, I'm, it's a, it's a losery thing to have to say, to say, you know, when you're guessing the monster but at the same time it's like the fan service is there you know and like there's a scene moles close your ears where uh there's loads of like witcher necklaces on the tree yeah like the pendants right. and one of them is the one from the game and it's like uh. Ooh, that one's from the game hooray and it's like look at all these things happening at once this is great but yeah man i would kind of wish it was like monster of the week a little bit i think that would be actually be a, a lot more fun nice. to watch because at the moment a lot of it isn't really very fun it's it's quite dull and um Actually, i don't I, like a lot of I, characters you, you prompted me on something can you give me i'll give you a high if you've not had a chance to have a look at this is that the genuine surprise of after or during the game awards of we're going to take the unreal 5 matrix thing and just give it away for free right now and this is something you could make in a Sunday afternoon on on the the engine. By the way, yes, it's an official Matrix thing, but this is not an actual game. It's just showing off the engine. That blew my socks off. It's boring as fuck after five minutes, but the act is you can appreciate the beauty and you can see the potential of that engine. And um, that was a pretty dope thing. Dude, I watched the YouTube video. I stuck it up to like the highest resolution it would go put it on the old television and I was like, this is all right, man. And then it goes to the bit where you can just do what you want and you can just drive around. And I yeah. was like, holy potatoes. That's fair play. That's like next gen, you know, that's like pre, yeah. that's pretty maddening to look at. Another cool fit. Another high was Ghostbusters afterlife. Wait, 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 right. wait, let's rewind Flint. You asked right, right. a question about directors cuts of whatever. Yeah. And I said to you that deaf postman is not something I'm ever interested <laughs> in. And ghost of Tsushima, there's only one cluttered map in my life. And that's Geralt's like, talk to me about this director's gimmick. Like what's going on? So why I think I think, Sony, I think Sony have can are canning it because well the reason why is because when they announced because they done a they done a, a few at the same time I can't remember the other ones but I do know they did do a series of a bunch of popular PS4 era games of the last generation that they're they're revamping for for that uh, Devil May Cry Five they rebranded that as instead of being special edition to director's cut and stuff like that. Um, and the reason why was because we're running out of games to talk about because and promote because everything's getting delayed. Um, but the 
the backlash has been huge from people. Like, I'm not going to spend $60 on a PS4 game. Like, it's just, like, why should we? Um, and I think maybe Sony have kind of said that's enough or maybe there's, they're not actively promoting or sticking that branding on other games at the moment, or at least announcing it anyway. Uh, but what I was, what I was saying is that, um, I'll go for it, bro. No, no, I, I have one more high, one, one more, more high potential massive high slash something I'm looking forward to next year, but crack on with your thing. I'll it explain was, um, my thing after you. Another genuine little surprise is Dreams, that lovely little community. And like at some point, like I've got some, I've got an idea for this podcast to do with Dreams of having like a little segment where we talk about things in Dreams and stuff like that because it's it's fucking dope. They've got this community of people making amazing experiences. Ghostbusters Afterlife has an official game. The official game has been made in Dreams, and you can go play and shoot around your little like proton pack in an official licensed game that someone has made for the promotion of Ghostbusters Afterlife. And the way how we were talking about this actually in the promotion of the Matrix at the start of this year over, do you remember Enter the Matrix and how like, oh my God, is this going to open up the world of the future of games? And they've done something cool with that demo in the Unreal 5 engine to show it off. But the, the idea of, we don't necessarily want to go spend money on a massive movie franchise tie-in, but as part of the launch platform, why can't there be an equivalent of something in Dreams that someone could go play around with that is official license and all that? I think there's, they're starting something there, and I think that's fascinating to see where they can take the medium. Intriguing. Yeah. Now, I mean, look, do, do, it's, it's, it's free. Cool. You've got the game. Realize, just uh, give it all there for you. I didn't, I didn't realise they'd done that. That is very, very cool. Dreams is cool. Like, I, I've... I've, I've fudged around on Dreams a few times. Obviously, like it's easy if you have like the PlayStation Move controllers and stuff like that, and it's it's bloody complicated. But I've gone on there, I own it, and I've been I've downloaded a few things here and there. And there's a point where I was logging in every couple of weeks to go and see kind of what's been going on. I'm intrigued. It's been a while since I did. I have. I'm I've, very intrigued yeah. to see kind of what it's like now. I'm kind of in the view of it's not the first thing I think of when I turn on my PlayStation, but I'm so happy it exists if that mm. makes sense. And the idea that there is these, these people out there and there are, and what I'm start, what I'm reading about and hearing about and seeing is that lots of people are experimenting with that. So like music videos, like of actual artists, uh, like legit, it's not just me and my room making an eight bit thing going, Oh, wouldn't it be funny if I do it? Like legitimate musicians are making music videos in dreams. You've got aspirational directors who are making stuff in dreams and using that to be their trailer, to go on their GoFundMe page to go, look, I've made it here. Give me a bit more money. But then you're hearing about people who are legitimately making assets to go, look, I'm a good tree guy. I can make good trees in dreams. Here is my tree level. Yeah, exactly. Like go use it for stuff. And that's only going to pay dividends in the future for Sony. Either you're going to go find your next Kojima in there or a studio is going to go, oh, wait a minute, that pretty cool. Like, you know, like there was a period of time when someone would make a video on YouTube and then a film studio would go, that's pretty dope. Here you go, sir. Here's a bunch of money. Go make that as a real movie. I want to see that in games. I want someone to stumble upon the next franchise in there sort of thing. You have a platform which allows for unlimited creativity 
on that platform which allows you to promote yourself do you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's an ideal um so why haven't um, sony put a ring on it and made them an exclusive studio let's just say a high for sony acquiring every studio they've ever spoken to like this is only going to pay dividends dude we said this before dreams should come pre-installed on every single playstation 5 absolutely that should 100 percent. um right just you said when we started this show flint that you told us that the, the 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 topics were just let's talk about video games right yep i don't want to talk about video games go on then i want to talk about video games services Okay, all right. You, you, you have my curiosity. You now have my attention, sir. Games Pass is the best thing ever, right? Yes. Yeah, we can't deny it, absolutely. And I know Sony said, actually, not that we're going to do news because we've missed so much news, but there was a whole thing last week, wasn't there, that Sony have said this they are is, working on the competitor. This is, this is literally what I'm talking about, Mr. Flint. This is where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, Sony, codename Spartacus, right? Yeah. They're going to launch, essentially planning to launch their own um essentially games pass I mean, we're gonna buy it aren't we like we don't even know what spring, it is, i'm buying it spring next year is the is the rumor right and this this is as of kind of uh, a couple of weeks ago there's the last kind of rumors that i we've been seeing was around about the 9th 8th of december um spring next year spartacus of some sort we it has there hasn't been too much news obviously in the last week or so but i'd be remiss if we didn't come on a show and talk about it considering that we haven't done a show for about 15 years look my question to the pair of you, you both own PlayStation 5s. Um, we all own PlayStations. We're all part of that happy Sony family. From a subscription games parsey type model, what would you want to see? Can I go first? I've got thoughts. Yeah, man. Okay. PlayStation Now. Uh, it makes well, obvious so, sense. So, so, yeah, go for Sorry. Go. As, and also, give me your price point. Yes. Well. Love it. Love it. So... PlayStation Now, I think it's a foregone conclusion that folds into this service, right? So everything that's on the PlayStation Now catalog must absolutely must be available on this service as well. You also must include the back, not just the games that are on PlayStation Now, but the entire back catalogs you had on your stores for PlayStation Vita and PlayStation uh, 3, the original PlayStation 3 uh, shop. Again, that, that kind of goes without saying. I also think one of the things that Sony has that Xbox do not have is they have content. They have the Sony uh, International TV channel licensing, which actually has bunches of TV shows like Community. Uh, they even made some original content as well. Bunch of amazing movies. They're Spider-Man movies. They have a lot of content on all their different... There's lots of different versions of the Sony Entertainment Network in various countries, but they have the licenses for that. So give access to some of that that content as well, because I think that's going to make it a bit of a game changer for that as well. Um, so those are the things I think they should include. Price point. Now, I, I don't know. I'm not a money man, but from what I read and what I understand is that basically Xbox runs at a massive loss with Games Plus, uh, Games Pass because they, they keep doing the $1 deals and that kind of stuff. And at some point, they're hoping to turn a profit. But because of the install base is so high, people having Games Passes, they're like, it's okay, keep running at a loss because at some point you'll figure out a way to make money with it. I would say that I would happily pay something like $70 a year for this. I would rather it be an annual thing rather than being a monthly thing, but obviously they will do the monthly thing. So a little bit more than what we're currently paying for PlayStation now uh, with PlayStation like Plus kind of makes sense to me. Where are you thinking with that? Go on, Miles. <clears throat> monthly, 
and then annually give some sort of discount based on hmm. it wouldn't be you know over 100 pounds that's ridiculous so yeah 70 80 quid a year if you want to buy up front but the kicker for me is the games right that's the whole point of this now um obviously the whole thing that sony has is that they have these huge big budget experiences right these big big ass things where realistically people people will drop the money on a last of us three or yeah. you know horizon or what have you um what like what new releases get added to games pass on day one much like if you look at microsoft the new forza the new halo the new gears of war i mean they've, they've kind of got the playstation plus collection haven't they which they're giving the playstation 5 owners that would mm. be a big win for people but would it be enough to make people really jump shit for it because chances are most people that have those games or would pay for this playstation competitor would have those games already so would it really make them want to jump for it don't know but i look at something like halo infinite right yep big game it's been years in the making big 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 franchise game their biggest game that i just can't the thing is i can't see them saying that on games pass yeah i keep saying i keep saying games part it's game pass i need to get that right um it's on game pass day one but they can make a lot i understand why they do that with microsoft but i can't see sony saying god of war ragnarok is only going to be available as on day one and this on this equivalent pass because they're going to make the money if it's a $70 game, like they've already proven they can still make a lot of money charging a lot for this. I would love to see it, but I just can't see them doing that with the big AAA titles. I could see them potentially doing it with some beloved stuff, like maybe the next Crash Bandicoot game. And they, you know, they have a bunch of coming out at the same sort of time. So it's not just one game. There's a handful of games coming out there. But maybe Sony's no, changing. Just, Who knows? It's intriguing. It's just mm. intri- It's intriguing as to what kind of... Um, what, what we're looking for because again a lot Where of people Spider-Man that... 2 and Wolverine are on this <laughs> <sighs> well, yeah I mean that would be quite but, good but right why now. would if you're Sony why would you do that if you know you can sell these games for 60, 70 well, yeah, dollars this each. is the reason why you say Microsoft did this now because they were losing the, they were losing the battle and they needed to do something quite drastic in order to try and claw some of that back they're at a point now where they have a lot of people using this service, but mm. I guarantee you that as soon as Microsoft go, right, actually that next um, Halo game or the next Forza game, yeah, that ain't on Game Pass anymore. There would be an outcry. This, yeah. But I, I can't help but it's, think... That's got to happen though at some point, right? It, of course, but I can't help but think that the, the kind of the genie's out of the bottle a little bit with it, that, you know, if PlayStation come out and go, yo, this is PlayStation Spartacus or whatever the hell it's going to be called. And yeah, you don't get the new um, Sony first party games on game pass. Uh, they, they don't, you don't actually get them for a year or what have you. Um, time it'll break the things. internet and not in a good way. It'll be a good job. I mean, that'll be the moment that Sony go, thank Christ that you can't see dislike numbers on YouTube anymore. Cause yeah. the amount of angry fanboys or, or even, like you know microsoft fanboys that would then go on there and be like ha, ha, ha. you know it would just be a nonsense you know what i mean mm. um so it's it, it's a very tricky thing for sony to get right um I, for what it's worth i agree with you i don't think they they need to be putting their god of wars and stuff like that on there i don't think i still don't understand the benefit of microsoft doing it really um because 
Like if I want to play the new Halo, I'm going to buy yeah, like, the new like, Halo. Like, like, game you know like, Pass was already amazing. You did not need to add Halo Infinite on top of that. As well as the Master Chief you know collections I mean? on there. It's basically like, it makes me think, why would I buy any game on Xbox? Why Why would I literally buy any game? But um, and that's yeah, it's a that's that's for the Microsoft people to figure out why. So um, yeah, Moles is on ten percent battery. So <laughs> what'd you like to do, Mister Flint? I think we should. Uh, I think we should wrap it up very quickly then on that ten percent and go. You mentioned let's not talk just about games because let's face it, the year has been a bit crap for games. I want to go around as a, a way to finish off the year, and I want you to say what has been your favourite game, what has been your favourite cinematic experience or movie if you will and what has been your favorite like thing book whether that's like a comic book or a book or something you've done and uh, i can see michael's face in fear so i will i will kick it off uh game my game of the year is probably got to be resident evil village i think miles is probably on a similar line to me on that uh movie it's got to be spider-man like yeah that experience is absolutely incredible book i'd be a nerd and go comics and i'd say that the joker war saga of batman over the summer has been great it's absolutely like shot a it's just absolutely changed the status quo and they're, they're they've just spent the last like 10 issues trying to to correct it but it's, it's pretty pretty dope off of that so that's 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 some highs for me Mike, by the way, these things don't have to be things that were released this year. So if you just happen to... Ah, good. Oh, cool. I really enjoy playing Control. Like, for example, I, I got Control on the PS5 this year. It's one of my games of the year, even though, like, Control came out four years ago or whatever. It's, it's Chef's Kiss Good on the PS5. Mikey? Oh, that, that's a, that's a, that is a relief. Um, okay, well, I, 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 in terms of the game, uh, like I said, I don't really have, I don't have a PlayStation 5. I don't get to play these things. Um... I <laughs> I really really like Lego games. Nice. And my I I really enjoy. I'm a big Marvel fan. You're going to get this from all of my things here because they're all Marvel. Um, I really like. Uh, so uh, I really like the Lego Marvel superhero games. Love it. And they they released the second one for the Switch, and I got it on the massive discount a while back. And I love that game. It's really good. Uh, and the first one is also on the Switch now. And I'll be telling you when it's discounted, I'm going to get it because it has all of the X-Men in it and I loved it on the PlayStation 4. So yeah, I want to say that in terms of the comics or books or what have you, um, I did reread the X-Men Age of Apocalypse uh, a few months ago and that was freaking wonderful um, because that storyline is dope. And then my cinematic event is of course going to be um, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home because I, I went to the cinema for the first time in about six years to watch it. <laughs> love it i like the cinema i'll be honest a my cup of tea I, I basically go to the cinema to watch batman films and jurassic park films that's the only reason i'll go um other than and spider-man broke it basically yeah. that's kind of broke i don't want to because i have so. a feeling i'll set moles off on a bit of a ta- on a bit of a rant here so moles you're i'm playing the moles can't rant card here but in your in your showing of spiderman or spider-man for wherever you are in the world <laughs> did you have people applauding and cheering in certain moments like in the screen where people stand you're talking to me yeah, yeah to you to you mikey oh i thought you were talking about moles no no, no, it's like no, moles no, no allowed to interject and say that's fucking stupid oh. <laughs> no no uh no I, there was no one screaming or cheering or clapping or anything oh uh, mate people just... lost the shit in the screen i was in like people were standing and whooping and cheering that made me want to f- cry it, it, it added to it <laughs> Moles is just shaking his head it, it, it just winds me up 
Like, if you're at the premiere, right? Like, this is gonna be no, no, quick. No, no, quick no, no, no. If you're at the premiere, if you're at the premiere and the actors are in the auditorium, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Right, fair enough. Go fucking well, clap and cheer. If you're just, you know, in this cinema in like some random town, doing. <laughs> Right, that's it. That's it. The cards been played, Miles. So before your battery dies, uh, game, film, and thing you've read. That's not a game or a film <laughs> that you've enjoyed this year. Um, game. I really enjoyed God of War, the up upgrade on PS5. Enjoyed that very much. Uh, film. Oh, I don't really watch that many films, but TV shows. Recently got back into Netflix. Got a massive backlog. I loved Squid Games. Nice. Um, and I watched the, uh, what was it called? Midnight Mass, which is from the same people who did the Haunting series. Yeah. Love that. Like Flanagan. Uh, and, but I don't really do too much reading. I don't really, I don't really read novels, but I've got loads of bloody magazine subscriptions this year from last Christmas. So yeah, I really enjoyed those. So I'm hoping I get them again this year. Keep me going for another 12 months. Nice. Nice. What's been uh, like, what, what, what magazine sort of thing did you get? Oh, sure. stack all music, classic rock. Yeah. Ah, oh, nice. I like thought you were going to pull out like Hustler or something. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones. Those, those are the ones in, in the bottom drawer. <laughs> Love it, chaps. Look, let's 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 call it. Um, thank you so much, um, Mikey Moles. Myself, we'll be here next year. Follow us on Twitter at Grey Fox Plays. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We are sorry it's taken so long to get to this point, but we are back. Uh, please get vaccinated. Please stay safe. Um, if Omicron is devastating your country like it is right now, all we can say is please, please pray that Boris Johnson will have an aneurysm and the whole world will be safer as a result of it. Uh, Mikey, thanks, buddy. No, thank you. Thank you. For some reason, I was convinced that uh, instead of Hustler, all I had in my head was big jugs. <laughs> I've just been laughing about that in my head. <laughs> Mr. Simpson, we've got your issue of gigantic asses. Um, gigantic asses. <laughs> and our man in the chair, producer Jonathan Moles. Thank you very much, sir. Peace out, brother. There we go. All right. Till next year. Goodbye. <laughs>